So this podcast is, what did you say it was going to be, Virgil? Oh, no, I was saying that if we wait for Will to talk about space, then we might actually have our first ever good podcast. This one, on the other hand, is going to be trash. Oh, I thought you were saying that this would be our first very good podcast because Will isn't here. And Oh, well. I mean, when you and I'm pretty sure that's what you said, and I would never agree with that. No, I mean, honestly, I that wasn't what I meant to say. But when you put it that way, will you know what? Kind of, you have the whole thing down. Yeah, yeah. out he's out uh uh but yeah, he'll he, edit this still will oh, still edit it oh he's gonna he's gonna edit all of it for the <laughs> for the rest of it because what the fuck else is he gonna do because he's not gonna be on this show anymore yeah. get out of here you have no get you have done. no plans so you can just edit this because you're not on podcast anymore you're not yeah, busy look will if you're listening to this just every time you hear that Rocky and I are going to be doing the podcast, you'll know that's your time to carve out to edit whatever we give you at the end of us podcasting. So you'll always know when to carve out time because you won't be there. Exactly. Uh, you're edit bitch now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Edit bitch. Edit bitch. Edit bitch. Edit bitch. Just kidding. I mean, he's not. not. He's not. I'm, I am. No, no, <laughs> absolutely. I, mean, I am. This is, no, he's not, dude. Yeah, he. I. I'm in charge. Okay. Oh, <laughs> you're in charge. Oh, I forgot about that. Just, just not here to say that. So someone's got to say it. Oh, yep. And it was. I mean, it was inevitably going to be you. The first one who says it is the law um that's the law did you just did you just he who smelt it dealt it law that is the law (laughs) oh is that oh that was the original law Uh uh-huh all right they were they were like uh he who smelt it dealt it dealt thy (laughs) thing that was dealt (laughs) the next the next person was like damn we should do this but for like a lot more stuff and then they were like yeah we should do it in powdered wigs and shit and they were like you know what that would be tight let's do that that's how law began was like yo they were like yo we're powdered wigs yo what's up you know what they were powdered with crack cocaine baby (laughs) yes we both came up with that independently so you know it's true like I didn't yeah. inform him. He didn't inform me. That's a just a true fact of the legal system. Yeah, that's why they were wilding so much back then. Yeah, you know, they were coked out. They were like, law, 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 law. <laughs> that's uh, so funny that you said that. Um, are you finding me an article where the hats are really made out of cocaine? Yes. 
Um, I'm looking at it now. It's verified and true from true.com. And it says that, yeah, they weren't powdered with cocaine. They were just made of cocaine. There was no like horsehair. The whole thing was crack. It was a giant crack rock. Whore's hair? (laughs) Yikes. Whore's hair? Is that what you said? Is that what you said? That's what you said. Crack crack and whore's hair. (laughs) God damn. Their hair sounded like a fun Friday night. Yeah. This is... this. You don't get this anywhere else, folks. This is the kind of shit that happens when we had a plan and then one of the cast members mm-hmm. can't come because of obligations to his Yo. family. Damn family damn emergencies. Me. Yo, just do like I did and lock all of them in your basement when you were 14 in a blind rage. Tell us more about that. I mean, <laughs> nah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, you know, you know what? Yeah. Good, good choice. You don't know. <laughs> nah, I'd uh, uh, I plead the fifth. Yeah, as you're not attorney, I'd advise you do that. <laughs> well, I do have a segment that I've been wanting to do for <laughs> so long. I planned it like in fucking February or March. When did you come on? I don't know. Um, oh, God. No, probably not, actually. But I, I planned it a while ago. I'm just going to get into it. This podcast is brought to you by information. And some wow. of that information I'm going to share with you today. <clears throat> wow. Um, some of it is disturbing. But in true Dale podcast fashion, we're going to talk about stuff that makes us uncomfortable and joke about it to ease that tension. <laughs> wow, sound <clears throat> that is that our is that our is that our shtick? That's essentially our shtick. Okay. So this is news. This is news, probably not to everybody, maybe not to you, but it's news nonetheless. Okay. Here we go. There is a city in America which practices active slavery. The city is the size of Manhattan in terms of area, has a fire department, an airport, an elementary and secondary school for children, mm-hmm. houses, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, churches, a golf course, tennis courts, a walking track, local pool, library, and enslaved mm-hmm. people are forced to plow and tend the fields while white people patrol them from horseback. This is all true. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like this was the like premise for the movie with um with uh oh gosh what is her name Jeff <laughs> that's that's <laughs> it. it it's uh it's Jeff Foxworthy is is her <laughs> name uh dude uh no um oh man here you keep talking about it, i'll look it up i'm gonna keep talking about it while you're not paying attention to me i am paying attention to you i never fully pay attention to you anyway just look up the movie we'll oh, have our janelle, edit bitch edit it out janelle Mon- janelle monet never um, heard of her yeah she's a 
she well you would probably know her more as like a musician um but she was in a movie which this sounds like the plot of uh antebellum she was in antebellum and antebellum it's sound it's almost like the exact plot like there it wasn't like i don't think it was like a whole city in this film or like a whole county or whatever but it was like a little tiny like pueblo that it was like on a um the premise of it was it was on a spoilers by the way uh it was on a um like civil you know how they do the like civil war reenactments yeah yeah the premise of it was it was on a it was on a secluded part of a civil war reenactment field so whenever like people would walk by it or whatever they (laughs) they would like think it was just the reenactment but they were actually enslaving these people and like and they would do it to like you know i think in the film janelle monet played like a uh, black activist, you know, like a Black Lives Matter activist. Uh-huh. Uh, and they were like targeting people like that, like professors of African American studies. And then they were kidnapping them and they would bring them to this place and then force them back into slavery. So. Wow, that sounds illegal. <laughs> yeah. It, well, uh, I think that was. <laughs> I think that was the general premise of the movie was it i think that was i think that was the general premise of history and slavery in the, in and of itself um well but so where is this town well i'll get to that um yeah well, but can distinguishing you, can uh, i hey <laughs> <laughs> distinguishing sure. our case from that what's uh, happening here is perfectly legal as you know our blockade is perfectly legal and we'd be happy to receive the ambassadors. Yeah, the population consists of 600 free people, uh, 250 children, and 1,500 slaves. Are the slaves prisoners in that town? Is that how they did it? Be silent. Okay. Um, <laughs> Come on! You know I can't wait till the end of the movie. I Most know what new slaves begin working on the cotton fields and may work there for years before being promoted. Uh, one of the most coveted jobs is being a cook for the mayor of the city and his guests. Um, this is a quote. The ranch house is a facility for guests. Um, and the mayor described it as uh, sort of a clubhouse where the mayors and other officials get together in a uh, something it's in an atmosphere for chow prepared by the slave cooks. I only changed... are they are they all African Americans? Most oh, are African nice. Americans. Yes. Um, the slaves cultivate crops for the state, cabbage, <clears throat> okra, um, and they manufacture supplies such as okra mattresses. Damn. Okra is good. Okra is, but they well, should the reason... be paid. The reason that's so fucked up is because okra is like a traditional African. I've been watching High on the Hog, which is like this documentary about African-American cuisine and how it's influenced American cuisine overall. And they they were just talking about how okra is like this staple in, in West African diets and stuff. So that's like... Wow. That's like levels of shittiness. That is levels of shittiness. Um <laughs> So the place 
is called what is that noise hang on is that coming from talk hey no all right anyway the uh the place is called the place is called angola the angola plantation or more formally the louisiana state prison so you were right it is a prison however everything i just said the the population the people that work there blah 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 that all applies to the actual prison and its grounds i'm not talking about a town with a prison in it it's like just a, it's i'm like... talking about yeah the prison itself in quotes is the size of manhattan oh, in terms yeah. of like the prison ground areas not the not the like buildings right but it's the size of manhattan in terms of the area um at the prison grounds itself have a fire department and airport elementary school that kids what? live on the prison ground what the people that work there live on the grounds um what is happening here what's happening is the 13th they really they really are taking advantage Yo, of the 13th amendment the, is what's happening the next level bro they they watched Ava DuVernay's documentary and they were like, hey, you know what, fellas? This would be a great idea. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, so the prison grounds are what I'm talking about. I want to make that clear. It's not just like a city and then there's a prison in it. No, this is all part of the what's constituted as a prison. So, like, there's kids living people, in this. How many people are on it? Do you know the population? About 15, well... 600 um i don't know if that includes the 250 children or if the 250 children are added on to the 600 so somewhere between 600 and 850 and that that's not include counting the prisoners which is there's 1500 um prisoners um, which i'm calling slaves because that's what they are all that shit that i said that they do work on the cotton fields cultivating crops like cabbage and okra manufacturing supplies obviously they don't get paid they legit have them picking cotton yeah, and I'll show you pictures. Um, oh, and if dude. Will wants to make a clip, I'll I will uh, oh my God. post it on Instagram. Um, it's fucked up. Okay, so now as some listeners, because I know we have a huge base of listeners Yo, from yeah, the yeah. far right, look, guys, and <laughs> especially from the far right. Look, okay, Ben Shapiro, if you're listening to this, we're sorry, bro. Like, look, we don't, Ben. I know we're your favorite and you don't want to hear this, but I'm so sorry, bro. Like we really care about the shit you say and do. And we know the facts don't care about our feelings. So we just, we had to bring it, you know, I'm really sorry, bro. We had to bring it in. Okay. So, but I know what some people might be thinking. I know what you're thinking too, because you're very, very harsh on criminals and you think everyone should be in prison, but you. But yeah. Listen. Yeah. So, um, Louisiana, this is in Louisiana. Angola is in Louisiana. And Louisiana okay. has the highest rate of life without parole prisoners. Uh-huh. Um, restrictive laws, uh, mandatory minimums, um, no parole for life sentences that happens um yeah so also one of also one of the blackest states in the united states 
which tracks with with that right and so because it's life without parole like 75 percent of the people in angola are doing life without parole so that might make some people and i know it makes you feel great um because you're like thinking oh well if they're doing life without parole they must have been actually pretty bad <laughs> nope I know you're thinking that, Virgil. I know yeah, you. that's yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking. I'm like, oh yeah, I bet they really deserve to be there, life on parole status. But here's this the thing: this couldn't possibly be because a large group of powerful white people just wanted slaves again. This has to be legitimate, and because they've done wrong things, so go ahead and give it to me. What did they do? Actually, Virgil, you're wrong about that. <laughs> oh my God! I told you guys, he's really. I can't He's, believe it. He really supports the state putting people in prison. For <laughs> I do. Uh, I do. I don't think we should abolish them at all. Okay. But for for anyone listening, you know, uh, you might be thinking, oh, well, there's life of that parole. They probably were murderers or attempted murderers or stuff like that to get those sentences. Uh, you're wrong. Um, let me ask you a question, Virgil. Have you yes. ever done anything? And this goes no. For... Let's just stop it right there. <laughs> you haven't. Just, me neither. Just, I've never let's done just stop anything. Stop it right there. I've I haven't done anything. I'm not talking about crimes. Just any any activity at all. I've stayed in one place. Yep. I was born in this chair in front of a computer, <laughs> and I will die in this just chair. Just been eating saltines for the past 28 uh, years, and then no I way, came dude. out here. It's just whatever bug crawls into my mouth, dude. I don't move. <laughs> Um, well, Virgil hasn't done anything, so maybe he, uh, can answer this question with yeah. no, um, but to our listeners and we'll make a poll. It's going to be so fun. Totally lighthearted. Have any of you ever done anything that could get you sentenced to life without parole? Is the question. Oh, that's a good poll. It is a good poll. You got a great, poll. um, spoilers. You're wrong. Yes, you have. <laughs> yeah, dude, absolutely. <laughs> um, so this is from the ACLU. Documented cases in Louisiana. Um, this might not just, just be Louisiana. I think it includes Mississippi and Missouri too, but around that area. Documented cases um, for nonviolent crimes resulting in life without parole. Number one, possessing a crack pipe. <laughs> Jesus. Two, Trace amounts unweighable. I knew, I knew it was all going to be drugs. It's like yeah. five, the well, top yeah. five are like drugs, right? Oh my God. Yeah. T untraceable, unweighable amounts of heroin in a bottle cap. Oh my God. Uh-huh. Less than half a gram of cocaine. Thinking Less about marijuana a on a Tuesday. Trace amounts of coke in clothes pockets so invisible to the naked eye um small they probably got this they probably got this racist ass german shepherd dude that just barks well all like, german shepherds are racist you don't need to say well, racist yeah, german yeah, shepherds. sorry sorry that is a little redundant but yeah. i mean like i bet you i bet you they just train it to bark at black people so that they can just they're like oh well he probably picked yeah. up on some cocaine and they put the fucking german shepherd on the stand <laughs> yo and it's like 
bow wow wow yippee yo yippee that motherfucker did it over there mm-hmm. um small small crack rocks at home uh small amounts of heroin and tinfoil possession of 32 grams of marijuana you know that that's actually crazy because 32 grams i mean is a hefty uh, it's a it's a you know sizable amount i mean if is so if it's anything less than that you know you don't get the death penalty or uh, they they haven't escalated to executing Look, people for I'm, this yet. You know, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to gauge, you know, if I ever, you know, if I'm ever just driving through Angola or whatever. Yeah, if it's 31, you're fine. Well, okay. you're you're white, you know. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um so yeah, 32 grams of marijuana. I don't uh I don't know, I can't picture that marijuana is very light, but I, it's, it's like a yeah, kind I mean, of a lot, but it's not like it's not a it's way less than a pound. It's like, well, yeah. I mean, I think, think it's about like, four ounces, maybe uh, half. Yeah, something like that. I don't dude, know. I have no idea. <laughs> look, look. I'm not gonna lie to you. The public school system failed me in that regard. I <laughs> if, if Siri can't figure it out, I don't know what it is. So all I know is that uh eighth an eighth is 3.5 grams and an eighth is a pretty sizable amount yeah i mean for me for but there's like a ton of like people like, oh yeah whatever fucking baby lungs ass whatever that's jeff <laughs> yeah yeah probably <laughs> um two more acting as a go-between in the sale of ten dollars worth of marijuana to an undercover <laughs> cop Acting as a go-between. So, like, just the middleman. Okay, so if I'm like, hey, uh, there's this guy over there that uh, wants to sell you some weed, and then I just run back and forth. Yeah, I mean, I get- you're an accomplice, and they'll charge you with just the sale because they can do that. Damn. And then serving as a middleman, yeah, so $10 and $20 of marijuana to undercover police. <laughs> oh, um, shoot. You know what, though? I mean, I'm just saying, if you step on a prison, if you step into a prison city and you sell anyone marijuana, I mean, you know, probably not the best thing to do. Like, I wouldn't step foot on Rikers Island and be like, hey, yeah, uh, so any of you guys want some heroin or what? <laughs> True. <laughs> um, I stashed it in my cavities. But this, this, these aren't all for crimes being committed. (laughs) These aren't for crimes just being committed on the prison grounds. Oh, okay. So, So what is the surrounding? What is the surrounding area like? There, there isn't one. It's very, very remote. It's like the most civilization for like thirty miles or something like that. Okay, okay, okay. And that's why they built all this shit. Like that's why people live there. Um, because they can get no one to work there unless people live there and then those people want kids and they're like okay we'll build a fucking school and they're like well we want to travel and they're like okay we'll build an airport and they're like oh my house (laughs) is on fire okay we'll build a fire department and it turned into a city it's a small it's small but it's still essentially a town that fucking the prisoners who are doing unpaid labor 
I'm pretty and, sure this is what the show Mayberry was about too. I don't know that show. <laughs> you uh, know the the 1950s show oh. with like with like fucking or what was the name of it? You know what I'm talking about? They like live mm. in Mayberry and the, they've, there's only like one sheriff and everybody loves the sheriff and then like he's got the like doofusy sheriff's assistant or whatever his deputy. deputy. I don't think this is a real show. I think, <laughs> dude. Dude, the 50s were nuts, bro. I mean, it was just like, it was, you wouldn't even believe it. People That's actually, crazy, man. people actually liked cops back then. It was fucking crazy. That is crazy. So I'm going to show you, I'm gonna pull up the, some of the stuff here, man. Just a few screenshots um, of this crazy stuff. Give me the shots. This is, I think it's essentially just one that I have, but this is a screenshot of Angola. <laughs> no, quit. Yeah. Can't. He's on a horse. Damn. That looks like that's out of my history textbook in the yeah. section that they don't cover very well. It is. Well, it's in the section no one covers. Damn, uh, dude. Uh-huh. Man, you know that horse is saying some racist shit. Mm -hmm. That's a racist ass horse, dude. Like, his you, you can bet he comes from a long line of police horses, but he's like, blue lives matter. <laughs> Look at this fucking dickhead, dickhead <laughs> on the horse. Look at him, he's right there, dude. Man, he's a dickhead. Well, he's got that. He's got the all lives matter body shape for sure. He should. <laughs> Dude spills out everywhere, bro. <laughs> looks That's like a... his looks like his torso is trying to trying to form fit to the horse. Mm -hmm. That's that all lives matter figure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, boy. That doughiness. Hell yeah. Mm. This is not good. This here, and no. this over here is not good. The no. situation isn't isn't the best. But yeah. this is happening. And I wanted to let you guys know, um, so you can be upset about it, just like me. Um, so here, I'll stop sharing because that's really the only that screenshot pretty much says it all. Damn, um, boy, I bet when Jordan Peter, when Jordan Peele hears about this, boy, he's gonna be licking his chops, man. He's gonna be, he's like, I'm gonna turn this into the most profitable movie I have ever made. <laughs> And that then problem solves. It it would have yep. would have all been worth it. <laughs> yeah, Jordan Peele. Yeah, yep. makes another movie for us to watch. <laughs> yeah, yep. God damn, that's crazy, dude. How did you did you hear about that? One of your law school courses or what? I no, actually, I heard about it in an interview. Um, because I was like, so this is what happened. Um, which kind of brings me to the next point but like i was in an interview with the public defender office one of them um and she was asking me like what constitutional like case uh stood out to you and i was like well i'll tell you which one like i hated which was this one called um ewing the ewing case but i hated it because it mentioned this other case harmland i think it's harmland versus michigan uh -huh. 
I could be wrong about that. Harmon v. something. Okay. And um, in that case, uh, the, the it was an appeal case, so the appellant or put a, the defendant in the criminal case um, appealed his conviction to the Supreme Court, or really his sentence, um, because he was sentenced to life without parole, and he was sentenced to that for having. Um, I think it was just like 1.2 pounds of cocaine Mm -hmm. and he had no priors. That was his first offense. And he Uh was sentenced to life without parole just for that. And then he, he appealed his sentence um, based on like it being cruel and unusual punishment. And then the Supreme court was like, nah, it's not. Now, you know what? Uh, all I have to say to that is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine, motherfucker, because the Eighth Amendment don't matter for shit. They were like, well, no, because they went into it in more detail later, I think, but they were like, no, because um, they, they couldn't agree on why. Like, some of them were like, no, because the, the Eighth Amendment is like, only for certain types of punishment, like flaying or whatever they did. Uh, <laughs> Look, man. Okay, we're not we're not doing some old world ass practice. Okay, we're not burning you at the stake. Get over yourself. Yeah, we're, we're just sentencing you to to life in prison with no possibility of getting out. Look, bro, we're just shoving you in a concrete box for the rest of your life. How is that's that not cruel? cruel? That's not cruel bro. unusual punishment. <laughs> and then we do others- that shit on the daily. Yeah, the others are like, well, no, we have to respect the state's, like, decisions. I'm sure they had a good reason to do that. Because <laughs> yeah. they, they need a rational basis to justify things like that. And uh, they're like, I'm sure. But they presume one. Like, a rational basis is always pretty much presumed. And like, you have oh, to show, oh, you have to yeah. show, like, there wasn't a good reason. And it's, like, a really high, You, <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> It's never been done, I don't think, that someone appealed or convinced the court for any reason that rational basis wasn't uh, satisfied. Bro, they <laughs> they call up the state and they're like, uh, yo, so why'd y'all do this? And they're like, I don't know, because we wanted to. Because <laughs> we right, felt like it enough. was good. It was a right thing at the time. They'd be like, all right. <laughs> okay. Um, and then there were, mean, dis- there were people. I mean, you sold me. <laughs> there were people on the in the court i think who dissented on that but it wasn't enough um so yeah they were like no it's not and then the case later um someone was sentenced to uh i think the same thing for stealing golf clubs but it was it was um no i think it was 25 years for stealing golf clubs okay um much better much but he was an old person so (laughs) it was life anyway um (laughs) but uh that was because of the um mandatory minimums but Um, anyway mandatory minimum for theft yeah that's strange for well for a certain class of felony which theft fell into oh shit Um, if you had priors like three the three strikes law type thing oh so this old mother was getting around yeah but he was like petty theft you know 
Oh yeah. Like he stole a few things before. And they were <clears> like, they were like, yeah, well, I mean, it it's justified because he's like gonna keep stealing if we don't do it. I was you like, know what? so <laughs> <laughs> look, dude, if we don't look, if we don't murder this motherfucker, he's gonna keep taking stuff. Yeah, like what? <laughs> if we don't commit a worser crime, he's gonna commit a lesser crime. So think about that. Yo, that's so fucked up. Look, you know what I was thinking about the other day? I So I was just flipping through like movies and stuff on Amazon and Hulu and stuff. And I, I found this old movie that I used to like called Three Strikes. Mm-hmm. And the premise for the movie is that this guy just gets out of prison and he's like, He's like, it was his second strike in California. So Mm -hmm. his third strike was going to be mandatory, like 25 to life. And the premise for the whole entire movie is this. I think the person who picks him up for prison, I didn't end up watching it again, but this is just what I remember. The person who picks him up from prison picks him up in a stolen vehicle. And so the whole movie is about him trying to avoid going to prison for life and it's it's you know it's like it's a it's a black comedy and it's just like this is fucking terrible we're joking like i don't remember it that well so maybe there was some nuanced message about how fucked up the justice system is but just thinking about that it's like dude we joked about some fucking terrible shit like mandatory minimums have ruined communities like like clinton era clinton era policies like that are still fucking up black communities that's crazy yeah who was in that movie oh here it is (laughs) yeah uh i think um i think it's might be mike epps i can't remember michael epps is it mike epps hang on i'm gonna screen share again okay look at this what a it looks like a great great film <laughs> does, hey does it does that look like quality film work bro this is so small <laughs> there we go there we go there we go oh, oh shit no, that's not michael epps but that is phase on love over from there. the producer of dumb and dumber can't go wrong from producer dumb and dumber yikes oh the co-writer of friday oh shit okay i don't know i'll have before i trash that movie maybe i should go back and watch and see if there's some like nuanced message about the shittiness of the justice system they're very well i mean you know (laughs) even if there's not it's like you you gotta laugh about the shitty situation that you're in i get it I guess. Um, yeah. Just look at the look at the fucking poster for that. Yeah. Look at black guy handcuffs. But that's that's funny. Uh, maybe I'll watch. What is it on HBO? I think I uh, saw it on Amazon. Like it's on Amazon Prime. Nice. It might be on HBO. Maybe we should. I should come down to Phoenix and get. Some, we should get some popcorn. And make a movie night out of it. Yeah. <laughs> come on bro come drive two hours we'll watch three strikes <laughs> just just a couple just a just one white guy who drives 138 miles 
to see another white guy so they could sit on the couch and watch black satirical prison movies. Let's, that we can also, sounds like we, a plan. We can also follow that up with life with uh, Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence. And yep, yep, love that one. Yeah, that that was actually really good. You know what was really good? Um, fuck, now I can't remember the name of it. Hang on, hang on, I'll remember. Uh, oh God. Um, hang on. We'll edit this out. Um, make me look smart. Uh, <laughs> make me look like that's I have gonna, a good memory. That's gonna take a lot of editing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. You see, you see what yeah. I did? Blue streak. Did. Oh yeah, blue streak. Uh, Martin Lawrence, police officer. Luke um, Wilson was in that. Yeah, Luke too. Wilson. Man, what a, what a, what a team! What a team! Oh, he no, he plays a diamond thief. Yeah. Who per, like who pretends to be an officer? He, <laughs> yeah, because the building is in the beginning of the movie. It's, he's stealing a diamond. He's. Yeah. The police get called because someone says something alarm. He's in the vents. He's like, fuck. He glues the diamond to the vent. He gets arrested and goes to prison and gets out. He's like, I'm going to get my diamond back now. And the pr the building has been turned into a police station. For, for some <laughs> reason, the diamond they just They didn't there. find a giant diamond in the ducts. They're like, you know what? We probably shouldn't clean sweep this place because nah. it's going to be... It's going to be a police precinct, so they're police. They can do it later. They'll do it later. They'll do it again they'll, later. They'll I mean, maybe diamond, that is a thing. They'll do a they'll do an illegal diamond check later. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he's like, he tries to get in a few ways and he can't. And so he's like, oh, I'll become a cop. Yeah. And it's And because fantastic. it's so easy to become a police officer in this country, he it's, just... He just yeah. becomes one in a couple he of just, weeks. Yeah, he just he went just... to the police cannery for six months, and then he became an actual policeman. Yeah. Oh my god! They actually didn't do that plot because no, they exactly. thought they thought the real life possibility of that would be too absurd to believe for audiences. <laughs> yo, yo, no, it's believable. Um, then after that, then after that. We should watch all about the Benjamins with Ice Cube and and other people. I don't know who else uh, is in there. Nope, it's just Ice Cube. <laughs> it's, it's it's just a he's a just a one man. It's he's, like that's a movie. It's like Castaway, but instead of getting lost on no. a remote island, Ice Cube gets trapped in a bank vault with a bunch of hundred dollar bills. And yeah. he's like, he makes a ball out of them and he's like, Benjamin. <laughs> then he gets rescued. It's all about him. <laughs> um, you know, critics described it as as the nutty professor meets castaway, meets Boys in the Hood, meets Dora the Explorer. It's crazy. I mean, it was just all over the place. You you would think that that wouldn't work, and it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> you would You'd be right you you would think you would think that that would be absolutely fucking absurd and you would be absolutely right um because it was garbage now i want to see this movie all about the benjamins 
But I want to see the version that we just made up. <laughs> uh, hey, Jordan Peele, if you're listening, here's your next big, next big idea. So, so you call it what a movie was called before. <laughs> Cast the same guy in it, but change yeah. the story completely. Yo, yeah. And I Ice mean, Cube can... will play Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yo, what's up with all this electricity out here? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to trap this shit in a glass jar, bro. I was reminiscing the other day about how Ice Cube became a child actor or a child, child actor, a child, a children's film actor. He did not go back in time and become a child, <laughs> child actor. That would be, that'd be crazy, man. He, he goes, he goes back in time. He's like, you know what? I don't want to do all that NWA shit. Let me just start off at Disney and see where I go. <laughs> Instead of doing that, I'll just become an actor on Disney. <laughs> Jesus. Yo, yeah. That dude went from busting AKs to taking trying to manage to take his whole family on a road trip. <laughs> like that was his that's life's biggest obstacle for him. He's like, how do I get this one group of people? from one place to another without something wacky happening. You know, that sounds a lot more stressful, though, than <laughs> living on the streets of Compton, oh, to be honest. He, he like, he's like, I've never been on anxiety medication until I started to have a family. It's the most <laughs> terrifying thing you'll ever do. It does sound terrifying, though. No, it really does. But not really when you're rich, though. You just have people do that or whatever. Yeah, that's or true. you just or you just have so much time that you can actually do it. Yeah, maybe I'll get rich, and then I'll. Hey, that's a good idea. You already kind of look like Jeff Bezos, so. Yeah, speaking of Jeff Bezos, tune in. Uh, hopefully next week when we talk about Jeff, we were going to talk about Jeff Bezos this time, but. Will's not here, and because yeah. um, because Will's got a family, yeah. he's, a regular, he's a regular Ice Cube now. That's what he was. That's what he had to do. Just go on a road trip real quick. Yeah, he's like, "Yo, what's up with all this electricity?" <laughs> <laughs> callback. Well, such a callback <laughs> to uh, such so long ago. <laughs> two minutes ago, that you hey. That's how you know, hey, that's how you know I'm a top tier, I'm a top tier funny person. (laughs) It does seem just like two minutes ago. It was years ago, though. (laughs) No, it was, it was literally 2018, (laughs) which, as we know from the beginning of this show, is a long time ago. Yeah, it was, no one was even alive back then. (laughs) Nope. Except for Lindsay Lohan and half a bottle of Coca-Cola. That's how the universe began. <laughs> yeah, that's what. That's what. In ask, the beginning, hey, 
There was Lindsay Lohan and half a bottle of Coca-Cola. And boy, was it explosive. And then Some would call it a big bag. I wouldn't call it that. But that bitch Neil deGrasse Tyson would. Wouldn't you, Neil? Bitch. Bitch, yeah. Neil, you bitch ass. I do. <laughs> you know what? Let's talk about it. This will be like a little preview for next week. Yeah, let's. Okay. Let's talk, let's a talk bit about, about. Fucking Buzzkill DeGrasse Tyson. He's, he's an annoying man. <laughs> Dude, like, ease up, bro. I know you're crazy smart, and I'll give you your props, but you don't got to ruin everything. I, 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 bro, I'd be like, uh, yeah, Butterbeer looks uh, really good in Harry Potter. And he'd be like, oh, well, actually, if you look at um, Butterbeer and its molecular structure under such temperatures on Earth's planetary atmosphere, it couldn't actually happen. So stop caring about it. <laughs> That's exactly how he sounds. <laughs> He's, he, I mean, you know, he sounds like, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> What? I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> I want to hear it. Nah. Nah. Sounds like a uh, a fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> That's yo. You got it. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Now, nah, but for real, Neil, just ease up, bro. Like, smoke some weed, like Carl Sagan. Chill the fuck out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But. But the 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 reason that reminded me of uh, of stuff, um, we were gonna talk about UFOs. We'll talk about them next week. UFOs, UFOs. But uh, um, he was on the Joe Rogan podcast, and they were talking about UFOs, of course. And both of them are people like I don't really care for that much. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're talking about aliens and. Look, I don't know because there was a Joe whole Rogan bunch of like, yo. So like, uh, you think uh aliens do roids or whatever, and you think they got like small dicks or what? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, hard hitting journalism. Thank you so much. <laughs> that's exact. That's verbatim. <laughs> yo, he's he's such an intellectual. <laughs> uh, um, but they were talking about UFOs and because of all this newly released stuff and obviously Joe Rogan's like wackadoo <laughs> as always and Neil deGrasse Tyson was like trying to reel him in but um he's like Joe Rogan you think, uh, you think uh, aliens just like sweat out DMT and if I like lick their bodies you think I get high on DMT <laughs> but he was Neil was like there's so many other explanations. I'm like, yeah, that's true, blah, blah, blah. But he was like, the hubris to think that they would come to Earth to study us. And Joe Rogan was like, I don't like that argument. And I was like, you know what, Joe? I actually agree with you. Because, <laughs> like, he was saying, Neil was saying, like, why would they come here to, to study us? Like, that's so arrogant of us to think. But then I'm like, I don't know. Why would we fucking study anything that we study but we do that shit like we we have uh scientists that study ants they don't need to do that there are scientists out there that for real are like grass fascinates yeah it grassinates me 
and you like i'm sure the grass is thinking look why would they be studying us i'm sure the fish when their friends get abducted by the scientists that put probes in the fish are like phil aliens with hands are not coming and putting probes in you um why would they do that they have like why wouldn't aliens that live on the surface where they can't breathe come down here and study you but that's exactly what kind of shit we do <laughs> to fish Yo, exactly. so why wouldn't aliens do it to us i don't know Yo, exactly and then fish joe rogan would be like yo you think if i like inhaled dmt into my fish gills that i like it would be like i was in water but out of water at the same time why <laughs> I, I, that's gibberish to joe rogan <laughs> which captures his personality but doesn't sound like him at all but it still somehow this, fits perfectly in this, in this scenario yo. In this scenario, he's from Brooklyn. Okay, he's like, he's like, Maron, you think if I got uh, some calzone stuck into my fish gills and that calzone had DMT inside, that it be, <laughs> I was inside of a pizza? That's that's spot on, Joe, right there. Thank you, thank you. What an like, intellectual he is. He is his intellect is so so big and strong. Yo, it is his intellect is on roids. That's why his face is so wide. <laughs> he's like yo you think my intellect's on roids and it's it was roids and dmt what do you think my intellect would say to be back say hi to your mother for me <laughs> <laughs> my own the bulls on this guy <laughs> <sighs> dude and then fish neil degrasse tyson would be like you know we actually don't breathe water <laughs> piece of shit dude all the other fish would be like oh my god yeah oh my god neil that's so great um can you go over there though yeah yeah you know stingrays don't really sting you thanks uh the the thing he said on twitter once was like it's not a leap year it's just the calendar suddenly and abruptly catching up to itself and then someone was like, man, or no, the it's just the calendar suddenly and abruptly lurching forward. And then someone was like, man, <laughs> if only there was a word for suddenly <laughs> and abruptly lurching forward. <laughs> Dude, my God. You know what? Last time I saw Neil deGrasse Tyson, though, he was pretty buff, so I don't want no smoke. So sorry, Neil. You're you're a cool guy. <clears throat> yeah. 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 He's not. I mean, you're right. I'm <laughs> sure yeah, you know, I wouldn't hate you. But you annoy yeah. me sometimes with your with your bullshit. Yeah, he does. <clears throat> just ease up, bro. Like just you don't you don't gotta be on one all the time, you know? We get it. You know science better than all of us, but it's America, so that's a really low bar, my guy. <laughs> well, that's about all I have for this episode of the Dale Podcast. Hey, um, what a podcast it's been. If you enjoyed learning about how um, 
people are still yeah and you want to know how you can be legally enslaved too just put some marijuana in your pocket and go to louisiana and you might get life without parole um yeah that's a real thing that's a that's a yikes i don't like it uh this the justice system in this country is fucked up uh abolish it all tear it to the ground we don't need none of it i just basically don't want you to be employed so if we could just tear down the whole system before he becomes a lawyer i'd be really that'd be tight that would be tight i would that would be so awesome because then he'd be like hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt and no way out yeah that's what I want. Yeah, but yeah. if there's no justice system, who's going to come after me? I guess that's fair. That's fair. But by then, like, it'll go back to old, like, debt collectors, you know? So, like, no. Joe Rogan will just show up to you. Like, <laughs> like, hey, 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 you got that guy. money? Hey, you got that money? Also, I was looking around your place. You look like a guy who would do some DMT. Do you have any DMT laying around? <laughs> I like how in this scenario, Joe Rogan has to, (laughs) he's lost his podcast because it relied on the justice system. (laughs) He was actually, look, nobody knows this, but Joe Rogan is actually an FBI informant and he has been for like several years now. And his whole podcast is actually just a huge wiretapping operation. Every single guest he's ever had is now in federal prison. Why do you you think think you yo, think people catch on, but they keep going. Yeah. Why do you, yo, explain this to me. How come you haven't seen Bernie Sanders since he did his interview with Joe Rogan? Explain me that. Oh, I have seen Bernie Sanders. No, you haven't. No, you haven't, dude. That's, that's, that's actually Ireland's prime minister. Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a, it's a body double, bro. <clears throat> all true. That's all true. They're all in jail. You speak the true, true. Well, yeah. This has been the DOP. That day on podcast. Oh, you done with DOP? Bringing it to you fresh. Bringing information you don't like to hear in a way that you like to hear it. Oh! For your head top. Great taglines, guys. Yo, 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 yo. The stuff you don't want to know in a way that's funny to know it. Hell yeah. That's super super cool it's a really good tagline stuff stuff that you know that wouldn't want to be known but that when you're wanting to when you hear it is good (laughs) i want that all of that on a shirt with the stuttering (laughs) in like all of it (laughs) uh dale dale we we give you what the what you're knowing and it's not good knowing, so we give it to you. But with the knowings better, because we give it to you in a way that's knowing better. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> good night, Rocky. I love you. We'll be on next week. Hopefully, uh, yeah. We're Will. we're gonna talk about aliens some more, aliens. and and aliens. We're gonna talk about Jeff. We're gonna talk about space. Um. Space Bezos. Space themed stuff, you know? 
All right. Thank you, Sri Lanka. Good night. Yo, Sri Lanka, peace out. Sri Lanka, peace.